Al-Bayan Radio presents The Life of Prophet Muhammad, Peace be upon him Presented by Nidal Ayyubi Bismillah, Alhamdulillah Wassalatu wassalamu ala Rasulillah Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala Welcome back to our Sira classes Where we are discussing the Meccan stage In the 60 after prophethood Hamza becomes Muslim. Now, Omar and Hamza's Islam, them accepting Islam, provided a huge boost for the Muslims in propagating Islam and even in their own practice of Islam. And obviously this angered the Quraysh. It angered them severely because of the status of Omar and Hamza radiallahu anhumah. Now, once again, the Quraysh tried to negotiate with the Prophet directly. They tried to compromise with him, say this and say that. They sent Utbah bin Rabi'ah Prophet ﷺ heard our Hukbah had to say, and he said, have you finished? And then he recited some Qur'an, and Uqbah was affected severely by the Qur'an, how strong and powerful the Qur'an was. So much so that when he went back to Quraysh, they said he came back with a different face, with a different face, because he was affected greatly by hearing the Qur'an. Now, Quraysh were reaching a new level. They could not take it any longer. They met up and they came up with a plan and they told Banu Hashim, the clan of the Prophet ﷺ, to hand over Muhammad ﷺ because we want to kill him. Khalas no more, we can't take this any longer. Banu Hashim, Abu Talib, refused to do so. Along with their brothers from Banu Al-Muttalib, they refused to do so. So what did they come up with? Quraysh, we're going to boycott the Muslims and Banu Hashim and Banu Al-Muttalib unless they hand over the Prophet ﷺ. So this became known as the social boycott or the social ban. This was in the seventh year after prophethood and lasted a few years. The tribes of Quraysh got together and made this social boycott. We're not going to marry from them and we're not going to do any business with them. Nothing. So basically a blockade. No food goes to them. No one buys and sells to them. So they agreed that no one would marry from them and they also agreed that no one would sell anything to them or buy anything from them. Now, the boycott was devastating to the Muslims. It was very hard for the Muslims as well as the members of Banu Hashim and Banu Muttalib, the Muslims from them and the non-Muslims, because the non-Muslims from them even stood with them, except one person. Who was that one person? Abu Lahab. He was against the Muslims and against Muhammad from day one. So this was very hard on them. They were forced to withdraw and live in Shabi Abi Talib, Abu Talib's dwelling in a narrow valley. It's mentioned every night they would go to sleep, the kids would go to sleep hungry and the cries could be heard from far away. The kids would go to sleep in a very hungry state, occasionally, but even some of the kuffar had a soft, a soft spot for the Muslims or were related somehow to the Muslims, would send some food. They would send some supplies to the Muslims, such as Khadija's nephew, anha. Now, the ban, it's mentioned, lasted for almost three years, from the seventh year after prophethood until the tenth year, until five nobles from the tribes of Quraysh stood up and took the initiative to cancel out this agreement, this social boycott, and they were successful in doing so. And the social boycott ended, which was devastating upon the Muslims. It was a very hard time for the Muslims. So now we're in the 10th year after prophethood. What happens? Another hard, hard year for the Prophet ﷺ, a year which came to be known as Amil Huzn, the year of grief. Abu Talib was getting very old and Quraysh knew that. So they came to him and they said to him, speak to your nephew for us. Once again, Abu Talib, he wanted, he knew he was dying. It's mentioned that he was over 80 years old and he knew he was sick and he knew he was dying. 
So he called his nephew. And Quraysh were there as well. He spoke to him. Prophet ﷺ said, I only want one thing from them. They said, one thing? We'll give you many things. What was that one thing? That one thing, my dear brothers and sisters, is the most important thing. La ilaha illallah. La ilaha illallah. They said, what? Have you made all our gods one? Have you fashioned all our gods and made them into one? And they would not accept because they knew what la ilaha illallah means. We have to worship Allah alone. Get rid of all these idols. Not worship these idols along with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they refused. Allah a'lam wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This program was presented by Al-Bayan Radio, the voice of Ahl-Sunnah wal-Jama'ah.